ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin A brother with a very powerful testimony is Stephen here, and I want you to welcome Stephen Agbo from the Zelu Zone to share his testimony with us. Oh, please clap for Stephen. Good morning. Um, my name is Stephen Ula Agbo from the Zelu Zone. I joined this church nine months now, and um. When I joined the church, there were some ups and downs, so I was on and off. So as time went on, um, Auntie Eva and Auntie Nanasewa encouraged me and advised me. I took the advice and then started attending the Basel meetings and church. So through that, I was feeling some changes. And... Um, some changes were like um, I had again admission into the GBC college where I registered for the radio and TV engineering course. So after the course, we had a three-month attachment. It was a successful one, and um, I passed out and graduated. So after the graduation, I had a call from the head of department, and was, he told me the production team needed three people. We were 15 in class. And he said... They, Five zero. Yes, 15 class. And they needed three people to join the production team for training after they gained employment into the production team. So I was praying and then attending the Basel meetings. So I was home one day and then I had a call from the, the head of department. He said I should meet him at the school. So I went there. He told me um, that three people he needed... He has chosen me to be part of the three people. Wow. So, so right now, I have started, and um, it's been one week now, and this one week has been a successful week for me. And I want to thank God. I want to thank uh, Bishop Ogo, Reverend Asso, and my Basel leaders for the teachings and encouragement. God bless you all. Thank you. Oh, put your hands together for the Lord. Do you know why he has been selected? Because he comes for heaven will answer where the oil of favor is poured upon him. Where promotion is speak, spoken over his life. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you something. It's real, the power of God. And I want you to embrace everything. Basel meetings, like he's saying. There's, there must be something on you for you to be selected out of a class of 50 
And I believe that even the discipline, the excellence, what is taught in church has really, really, really helped him. Put your hands together for the Lord one more time. Hallelujah.
Jesus is the answer. That's the name of the restoration service, Gospel Crusade. Jesus is indeed the answer. I'd like us to welcome our sister Miami to minister unto us. Clap for her as she comes up. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's clap our hands for Jesus. Amen. Today is Family and Friends Sunday, and I have brought a very special friend of mine. He's a well-renowned classical pianist and singer, and I want you to help me welcome Alfred Adekwe, my friend. Thank you. 
Yeah, my 
Clap your hands again. God bless you, Mariami and Brother Alfred. God bless you so much. We believe that when God gives men gifts, they must direct those gifts towards his house. I'm happy for these ones who are using their gifts to build the house of God. One, one nice Sunday evening, we are going to have a concert at the car park. Yep. Very soon. If there's a lady you want to propose to, wait on that night, you propose to the lady. So we bless God. And I also, today, I just feel we must celebrate one person amongst us here tonight, this morning, who has been a blessing to us, a great person amongst us. 
Let's put our hands together for our pastor, Reverend Aso. He, he, has, he has a type of leadership that is beautiful. He's one of the most caring pastors you can ever find. And uh, if you have any prayer topic, or if you don't have a prayer topic, I want to give you one. That he will remain your pastor till you die. Yeah, pray that he is not taken away from here. Clap your hands for him. Very wonderful pastor. And I'm, I'm blessed and privileged to know him. And um, I pray that you will do well under him. That you will shine under him. I want to tell you that there is nobody you know who cares for you more than this man cares for you. Yeah, Only that you are not aware of it. So another prayer I'll pray is that God will somehow guide your life to come close to him so that you will, you will be by him and enjoy his covering. It will be a blessing to you. Clap your hands once again. And um, I want us to remain standing. I'm sharing a short message with you, with the choir. And I want you to remain standing as, as I read two portions of scripture. And then I just say something and we close. I want to welcome you here today. If today is your first time of coming to church, you are in the best place of your life. I don't know why God brought you here. Because it is, you see, great places are not accessed so easily. Well, I'm not surprised it's taking you so long to find here because it is not a place you just find by the roadside. This is your destiny station. This is the place for your life. And every grace and every blessing in, that must come out of your life will arise from the fountain of this place you have found yourself. Clap your hands for Jesus. So my first scripture reading is from Luke chapter 15, verse 21, as we stand in honor of God's word, the word that God has placed above his name. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servants, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. And bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began 
to be married. They began to be married. Said, bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Eating and being merry do not come easily. You must kill something before you can eat and be merry. And this morning, I pray that God will guide us to know what to kill in our lives. To bring us to the place of joy and happiness. Bring hither the fatted calf and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. The second scripture I'm reading is from the same gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 19, verse 5. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. For today, I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, saying that he was gone to be a guest with a man that is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold. And Jesus said to him, This day is salvation come to thine house. For so much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And here ends the reading of our second lesson. And we all say, thanks be to God. I want us to take our seats. Can someone take this pulpit to the back? The message I'm preaching this morning is titled, Come Home. Come Home. Come Home. Come Home. And I'm going to define where home is. And then we close. But before I do, Let's welcome the choir to bless us with a song. Hallelujah.
Oh, yeah. 
you to let these two words ring constantly in your heart. Come home. Come home. Come home. There is there is a need for all of us, everyone at the back, everywhere, all of us should know. You should know by now where is your home? Where your home is? It is a curse not to know your home. It is a curse not to know your home. Even aeroplanes know they are home. Aeroplanes know they are home. If you fly KLM, no matter where they are, where they, wherever they are going to, if it's from where? Kazakhstan to Accra, it will pass through home. Even though it has the power and the fuel, they can fly for hours. In fact, a lot of the planes can even refuel mid-air. It is not about not having fuel. It's not about engine capacity. But they have the wisdom that unless you've touched base at home, there's something wrong with you. So wherever they are, you see them. All of them will come and park at Skipper, Amsterdam. Before they go to Lagos. Before they go to Nairobi. Before they come to Accra. Aeroplanes know their home. And you don't know your home. (laughs) 
my dear friend, you see, not knowing your home can easily cost you. We don't live in this church. You don't live here. Right? In some 20 minutes time, we all scatter. We all go home. Go to our houses and to our offices. Some of you work on Sundays. By your greatest wisdom is the wisdom of knowing where your home is. The fact that you built that five-bedroom mansion does not mean it is your home. Home is defined spiritually by where your father is. If your father is not there, it is not home. It is not home. If Jesus is not there, it's not home. You know, one of the names used to describe God is omnipresent. It's a very interesting word. Omni, you know, omnibus. People are young. Those days, you had omnibus. It went everywhere. Omni. Everywhere. Every. All. Omni. Omnipresent means that he is everywhere. He's in the toilet. He's in the car. He's in the church building. He is everywhere. But that is not the only presence of God. There is a presence and there is a presence. There is a presence and there is a presence. He said, where two or three are gathered in my name. There. There. Not there. There. Not here. There. I am in their midst. So even though God is everywhere, there is a place he has chosen to be. And as a Christian, it is very important to know that is why Moses, who also knew of the omnipresence of God, said to him that if your presence does not go with us from here, we are going nowhere. We will not take even one step because there is a presence and there is a presence. As a believer, you must know where your home is. You must know where your home is. David knew where his home was. He was sitting on a golden throne. He had servants ministering to him. But he still said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. There is a place. You see, I, I, I know you've built your mansion. You have your chamber and hall. You live in your compound house. But there is also a place called the house of God. Where God has chosen to dwell. It's amazing. The planes will stop at Amsterdam. Even London. Just London here. London here. They'll go to Amsterdam. Before they go to London. No plane which has sense 
will just leave one place and go to another place without going home. Because it makes a very big difference that your life is connected to home. That is why Jesus looked up the tree in Luke 19 and who did he see? Zacchaeus. He had made himself comfortable within the branches of a tree. And Jesus said, I will not come to you there. You come down to where I am. Today, you and I must be together in a place called home. And many of us here have created some high-sounding, high-faluting lives. High on a tree. High. You see more than everybody sees. You are powerful up there. But I'm asking you that, is that your home? That life you've created inside the tree, is that your home? Jesus said, come down, come down. And today, God is telling somebody here, come down. Come down, leave the trees and come down. I want to be where you are. Come to me, come, come, come home, come. Leave the tree, leave up there and come. Somebody here, God is telling, leave those friends and come to me. Leave those friends and come to me. Say, today, I must dine with you. Where God is, when you are where Jesus is, when you are where he wants you to be, you will dine. I say you will dine. Something to eat by the grace of God will not elude you. Today I must dine. It's amazing that in the two scriptures I read, there was eating. The prodigal son came home and there was eating. Zacchaeus came from the tree and there was eating. There is enough to satisfy you. But just make sure that where you are is where Jesus is. Come home. Come home. When I say come home, I'm not saying that don't go to work. When I say come home, I'm, I'm not saying go and bring your toothpaste and your sponge and your bucket and be here. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Pastor, when you read the story of the prodigal son, there was a time, what says, a certain man had two sons. Yes, he had two sons. But there was a time in the story of the prodigal son where both children were not at home. The father was alone. The youngest, the, the younger one was eating with pigs. And the older son, read your Bible, he was away. In fact, the first time we hear of the older son, he was returning home when he heard music. What? I never knew my father had a CD player. Is this my house where there's dancing? Yes. There was a time the prodigal son was not at home. The elder brother was not at home. But one had his activities related to home. But the other one had his activities totally cut off from home. The elder brother, every day he would go out, but he would come home. He would come and sleep. He would come and eat. 
he will come and speak to his father and the father will send him tomorrow don't go to the cassava farm go to the cocoyam farm he always came home but the prodigal son he was also out of the house but his lifestyle was not referenced to the house I'm saying that when we end the service, we are all going home. But there are some of you, you will spend a whole week, maybe two weeks, and your life, your little, measly, pitiful life has not touched base in Amsterdam. Then there is also another sister who also goes home. But tomorrow, something brings her back home. On Tuesday, something brings her back home. The, the two children, the, the two children were different based on how their lives were related to the house where the father was. One was poor, weather beaten, hungry, naked, had nothing. At the beginning, he had all the money, all the contacts, all the friends. But the Bible says that at the time came, a time came, there was nothing. Actually, if you read the other account, he had no shirt on his back. Why? Day two. Day two. After the prodigal son left. Day two. The elder brother was also in town. I'm saying that every day from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Both children were not at home. I said 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Both children, both sons were not at home. The elder brother was not living in the house permanently. He would go to town. He would be sent on an errand. He would go to the farm. But every evening... He knew that there was a place where the father was, where the father slept, where the father could be found. And he returned. His bearings were not just anywhere, but wherever he went. If he went to marry, he would come home. If he went to a job, he would come home. If he went to school, he would come home. If he went to the farm, he would come home. Aeroplanes, no be at home. I'm amazed that you don't know where your home is. And today, see, some of you here have come today for the first time. You are the one I'm concerned about. Because when your life is not related, see, these people standing here, they are in church today. Last Friday, I was with them at a half night. On Wednesday or so, Thursday, they were at a rehearsal. They have, see, you have just come after seven days. They have been here three, three times already. Now, you and these ones are two different types of people with totally different destinies and totally different outcomes. Just by how your life is connected to home. Home is not where your air conditioning is. Home is not where your brand new mattress is. Home is not where you watch DSTV. Home is where God is. And God, the last time I checked, 
His residence was the house of God where his children came, served him, prayed to him, gave to him, lived their lives for him and had directions for their lives. Be very careful. Don't let an air conditioner, split unit air conditioner, confuse you. It's not your home. Actually, for that place to be your home, this place must be your first home. If this place is not your first home, if you are not anchored here, you can be ejected from your house. You are young. I will give you stories of men who have built houses. They don't stay in it. Men who have built houses, they don't stay in it. Another man is staying in it. I can, I can tell you stories of men who have bought television, large screen TV with air conditioners. They are not, the, uh, um, what do you call, remote control. They are not the ones changing it. Another man is changing it. If you don't make the house of God your first home, no other home you have is guaranteed. Something can nick you out. I'm preaching. I'm saying that. When I look at your faces, you are young. So you don't understand. But if you come close, I'll show you men who have built houses. They don't stay in it. You are too young to understand the message I'm preaching. So buy the CD and keep it for five years. Because your brain is not fertile. Your office to remain there for a long time depends on whether this place is your home. There is a certain fountain of life that comes from this home. That gives us the grace and the favor and the ability to even shine outside the church. But when we see some of us, when we go to our offices tomorrow and we are shining, we know where the favor came from. When we go to the office and we are doing well, we understand. Some of, uh, see, I know you don't understand, but some of us understand that it is not that place oh, that our original life, he said, the life I now live. The life I now live. If you are here today, my hand is stretched out. Come home. I don't care what job you have. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how connected you are. Come home. Home is where the father is. Home is where the father is. The longer you stay away from home, the, 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 the more likely your devastation. Your devastation. This boy didn't need to eat with pigs. He didn't need to lose his money. The Bible says when he had spent all, not some or most, all. That is what the devil wants to do. By the time Satan is done, they say, I'm done, thank you. I'm done. By the time he's done with you, there will be nothing left. I know people who were together as a family. By the time the devil was finished with them, daughter was here, son was here, another son was here, father is sick in a room somewhere, and the mother is with a man in another place. No home. No home. The people who enjoy their other home are those who make the house of God their first home and seek an establishment of their feet in the house of God the Father. Come home! Come home. You are too young. Believe me. Believe me. Come home. 
Even if you don't believe me, believe the word of God. Or believe me for the word's sake. You can give two people a million cities. The one whose life is connected to God's house uses God's wisdom, uses God's guidance, uses the, the, the grace and the light of God. If you, if you follow that person up for a while, you will discover that he rather increases and the one who cuts himself off, who cuts herself off the house of God and goes her way, finds a semblance of happiness. You know, this story where they began to be married, the happiness you see in this story for that boy, it was not his first time he was having a party. They began to be married. Verse 22 or so. They began. They began. 24. And they began. I'm talking about this party we see here. It may be new. It might have been new to the elder brother. Or new to the servants. But this prodigal son. This was not the first time he was having a party. He had been smooching prostitutes for a long time. I'm not the one saying it. His brother said it. He had devoured his substance with harlots. Is there? Harlots. Harlots. That's why we see harlots. If you know how to spell harlots, don't come and ask me. Read the Bible. Harlots. So as they were dancing, as they were dancing in the father's house, this prodigal son, he had already been dancing. But you see, there is a type of happiness if it's not connected to the father's house. It will lead you to penury. It will lead you to desolation. That's why I like the word, they began. Your happiness has not started unless it is connected to the house of God. They began for the boy who had been partying in clubs for years this happiness was, his, was the beginning of real happiness. That thing that man is doing to you is not happiness. You will discover very soon that you are not kind to yourself. Yes. Anyone on the stage or off the stage whose life is not connected to the wisdom, the testaments, the laws, and the testimonies of the word of God. You live your life outside the box. You will be happy. You will dance. Like this boy. This was not the first time he was dancing. But he understood that there is dancing and there is dancing. There is music and there is music. There is happiness and there is happiness. Jesus in Matthew 5 said, Blessed are those who hunger after righteousness. For they shall be filled. You see, unless what you are doing is righteousness, you will never be filled. Unless what you are, if what you are doing is not righteousness, if it is sin, you can earn money, but it will never fill you. If what you are doing is not in keeping with God's word, you will be happy. Some of you girls, on Friday night, a man was squeezing you, doing breastfeeding, 
and you are lying in bed, you are doing ooh, ah, brakwesi, brakwami, miwo, hey, adienye, adienye, brakwami, adienye. That ooh, ah, stop it, I like it. No, touch the spot. Yes. Ash. Ooh. Eh. By the time that man is finished with you, you will discover that that happiness was not real happiness. It was happiness that will lead to your depression, your loneliness, your poverty, your pain, and your wahala in life. We too, when you are in the church, you are not the only, you see, your boyfriend's room is not the only place we do ooh and ah. Here also in the church, when the power of God touches us, we do mm, I feel it. Yes, do it, Lord. Mm, ooh, ah, hey, hey. But this type of ooh, it gives you more life than the ah you are doing in that man's room. And they began. They began. They began. Yes. Here also, I'm preaching. Here also, we say, Kwame Jai. Kwame Jai. I am here. Here also, we say it. In the church, as we are serving God. We, on the stage, we can say, you, you listen very carefully. Sometimes, when enemy is singing, I'll sit and say, take it again, take it again, take it again. But there's also a, a kind of take it again in a room. Take it again, do it again. <laughs> but they are different, do it again and take it again. I like the bread of life, take it again, than the Adrinkano house, do it again. And they began you will never say you are happy till it is connected to the church he began that was the first time he really began to be happy that was the first time that was the first time even though this boy knew orgasms he knew smoochings he knew every feeling you must have he had he had it all halots halots even noise they shouldn't make they'll make it to make you happy Halots, you don't know halots. Here also, we make noise. Yeah. You should come for a convention and see a sister on the floor. The power of God has devastated her. She's on the floor. She says, mm, ah, mm, 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 hey, 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 hey. Don't fool yourself. Don't let the devil think that music is only found in the nightclub. The elder brother was shocked that in the father's house there was music. In the father's house there was dancing. Here we dance. Here we sing. Here, did you not enjoy good music by brother Alfred? Is this not better than Abibae, 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 Abibae? Come home. 
come home. There is joy here. There is dancing here. There is happiness here. Look at my hand. I said, come home. Come home. Come home. Come home. Sister, I'm telling you, there's a place. You see, when you are not born again and you are with your friends, those your prostitutes, uh, 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 girls who are into married men, that is why it's like, like, like the number of men you've slept with makes you a certain type of girl. Like the one who is sleeping with the richest guy. That when you finish, you come and you come and discuss. In the house of God, our standards are different. There is also joy here. We too, when we marry and we are having sex, you should come and see action at home. My God. Come and see. Come home. You think it's only in the nightclubs when they do smooching. You come home. You just get a guy on the stage and marry him. He will show you where power is. But the devil makes you feel that happiness, good sex is only outside. Good smooching is only outside. Good music is only outside. It's only outside how you can laugh. Here, have you not seen your pastor laughing before? Laugh again. <laughs> Here also we laugh. Thank God for a place where everything you are looking for, the boy had to buy a plane ticket to Serbia to be able to dance in a nightclub. He was shocked. That the same music was in his father's house. He didn't need to travel. Come home. Come home. Come home. What you are looking for, those friends, they are better friends. I said, there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Come home. Come here. Stay with us here. Abide here. You will discover that. Is it music? Is it happiness? Is it joy? Our standards are different. We don't meet a girl and start sleeping with her. We wait till we are married. But when we finish signing, you see action. You see gymnastics and acrobatics. We have it in the house of God. Yeah. We don't see a girl. see a girl or copy him. They're going to sleep. No, no, no. Yeah. But I'm saying that there's nothing outside there that you find it. There, you will also sing. You will dance. You will be merry. But by the time you finish, you are eating with pigs. Yes, by the time you finish, you have nothing. You have no dignity. You have no self-respect. You don't even feel you are a human being. When boys have used you, when you stand, you don't even feel confident that you are a human being. But the house of God, the house of God has a better deal for you. Look at my hand carefully. Today I came to invite you. Come home. Be like the plane. That goes to work and comes home. Don't come here once a week. Aeroplanes go back home every day. Make this your home. Make friends here. That's your father right there. He will pastor you. He will care for you. Outside the church, the love this man will give you, half of it, if a man outside the church gives you half of the attention, he will sleep with you and impregnate you. But in the church, it's not like that. In the church, it's like, freely we have received and freely we give. That's the house of God. Come home. Come home. Sing it now. Come home. Stand to your feet right now. Come home. Every eye closed and every head bowed. You've closed the service. You've closed the service. No movement.
every head bowed, every eye closed, every eye closed, every eye closed. This afternoon I'm inviting you to come home. You've gone too long. You've been away for too long. Come home. No matter how far you've gone, you can come home. The, the prodigal son went to, the Bible itself says it, he went to a far country. I'm not saying it. The Bible says he took his day to a far, far. But somehow he found his way back home. Come home. There's music here. There's kebab here. There's drinking here. Yes, here we drink, but we don't drink things that destroy our pancreas. Yes, come. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, today I want to give my life to Christ. I want to, I, I want to, I want to return to Jesus. I want to return to the cross. Yes. I've, I've, I've built a high tower for myself as a Zacchaeus. I'm descending from my high tower to come to Christ. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want to say, Pastor, I'm ready to come to Jesus. Every eye closed and every head bowed. On the stage, everywhere, close your eyes. Bow your head. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ, wherever you are. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Just lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Lift your hand high. Today is your day to come home. Lift it high. Above your head. Above your head. This is your day. Yes, Pastor, I want to be born again. I'm not a thief. I'm not an armed robber. I just know that I am not born again. I just want to give my life to Christ today. Wherever you are, every eye closed, lift up your right hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift your hand up. Yes. Lift it high, high, high. You want to be born again. High. I see your hand. I can see it. But let it be high. It's, it, see, Christ told Zacchaeus, he said, today. And some of you, your day is literally today. Next week, you may not even be around to hear this. Yes. There's a girl. You are into boys. Living recklessly. Today. As every eye is closed. I want to say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. Lift your hand high. Lift it up. I want to pray for you right now. Lift it up now. Yes, up. High above your head. It's your day. It's your day. Make haste and lift your hand. He told us, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down. Somebody here, make haste and lift your hand. Make haste and come to Jesus. Make haste and come to Jesus. Make haste and come to Jesus. If your hand is up, if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you want to start a new life, you want to come home, you want to come to the cross, come to me right now. Take your Bible, take your notebook, and come to me right now. Come. 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 Turn and face me. Come. You want to give your life to Christ today? Come. You want to be born again today? 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 He said, said, today? Today? Come. Today, I must dine with you. Come. Today is the day. Today? Today? Come. I'm waiting for you right now. Come. Thank you, Jesus. Close your eyes, everyone. And say this prayer after me. Those of you in front, lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. And say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, today, 
I come to you. I'm sorry for my sins. I surrender my life to you. Because I've gone far from you. I've lived a life of sin. Please come and wash me. And cleanse me. And establish me in your house. And make me whole again. I am grateful for my salvation. Today, I am born again. All things have passed away. Everything is new. I thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.